I say what family? Good morning, good lunchtime, good afternoon, good dinner time. What is up, guys? I am like in a giggly mood today. I'm in a giggly mood right now. I like can't stop messing with my husband, like trying to be funny, and I can't stop singing dumb songs. And I like before I started hit recording, I was laughing at myself because I was like, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to begin. And I'm like, who am I talking to? Myself. I'm saying that to myself because the ladies and gentlemen in the room are me and Thomas and my dog. So just on another level today. It's fine. It's fine. But if this is your first time tuning in to this podcast, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you stay a while. I love you so much already. And I would tell you that because I do. I'm known for kind of telling people I love them on our first time meeting. It is what it is, Um, but I love you already, and I hope that you stick around. I talk about sex, and I talk about marriage, and relationships, and women, and just lots of things that people really don't want to say. So, that's what we do here at the Say What Podcast, and I'm so grateful that you have decided to check us out. Um, Wanted to give you guys an update. So, last week, I talked about my COVID situation, and I'm here to say that I am COVID-free, and... Thomas and I literally got our results from the test and then immediately walked out and went to Top Golf because I was like, I cannot be in my house for one more second. I'm going to lose it, <laughs> um, which is actually really funny because I was thinking about it like, like right before I got the positive COVID test, I was telling some people and some friends, I was like, I need alone time. I'm dying. I love being around you guys, but like, I don't know. I'm just burnt out from being around everybody over the holidays. And then the Lord was like, here you go. Here's your, here's 10 days where you literally am only with your husband and your dog. I give you what you ask for. And I was like, yeah, well, I didn't ask for a COVID positive test that I think was a false positive. Um, because, I mean, I told you guys a story last week, so I don't know. Either way, I'm now negative, and it was so good to get out of the house because I just was dying. And I say that also with, like, sensitivity and understanding that people, some people don't have the privilege to be able to leave right now if they're immunocompromised or um, live with someone who's immunocompromised. So I am very, very grateful for my health, and I don't take it for granted. So, um, but, yeah, I just was very very happy to leave because I was dying. So not actually dying. I shouldn't make that joke. Oh no. Anyways, (laughs) anyways, um, I was thinking about doing some different things with, uh, the podcast. Like I like to give you guys updates at the beginning of the episode. And I was wondering if you guys like cared about my opinions on like pop culture stuff. For example, I love the bachelor and I am uh, kind of afraid to admit that, but I've admitted it before, so it's fine. And you know what? I'm not ashamed. It's my guilty pleasure. Do I think one man should date 30 women at the same time? Apps. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> do I think one man should date 30 women at the same exact time? Absolutely not. But do I love it? Yes. Am I in face like multiple Facebook Facebook groups about it? Absolutely. And if you know, if you know, you know, I'm in the pit. I'm in the pit, guys. But that's a situation of like, if you know, you know. Um, But I'm not like, I know it's bad. Like, I'll make that very clear. But it's just my like trash TV. It's my guilty pleasure. It's the only thing that I am like very into about that. I like to listen to podcasts about it. I'm just, I'm invested. So do you care about my thoughts about that? Do you care about my thoughts on like, I don't know, 
like just lifestyle things that I like to do that I like, like different products or things like that. I don't know. Do you guys care? It's, it's totally fine if you don't care and you don't want me to start talking about those things, but I really would like your feedback. So if you care about that kind of stuff and would like me to talk about it, let me know. And I'm thinking about adding that on. So just give me your honest feedback about that. Um, Because I was thinking about, I was like, I talk about eyelash extensions a lot, which rest in peace to mine. And I, if I'm being very honest, I feel very insecure now because it took away all of my eyelashes. And pre-eyelash extensions, people would always comment on my eyelashes. They'd compliment me. They'd tell me how gorgeous they are and all this stuff. But I just didn't see it. And I didn't think that I had good eyelashes and wanted the effect of having really nice ones without having to put in the work. And now that got taken from me. So I've been like Googling like how to get your eyelashes back after eyelash extensions. And I'm like putting castor oils. I say, I think, yeah, I'm putting that on them, hoping it helps them grow back because I miss them. I, I, the night that they like, I took them off. I told Thomas, I was like, I feel really ugly. Just being honest, I feel really, really ugly and really, really naked. And mascara doesn't work for me like it used to because I just messed my eyelashes up. I don't know. It's a struggle, guys. And I'm also understanding that that sounds very, like, diva. But I'm just going to be honest. So there's my honest diva thoughts. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, let me know if you guys care about that. If you don't, it's cool. And we can always talk. We're going to keep talking about the really hard stuff. But... If you would like me to incorporate that in, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Um, Well, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic because I'm really excited about it. We're going to talk about modesty. And I want to make it clear, I am not here to hate on modesty. I do think modesty is important, but it has not been taught right at all. Like at all, at all, at all, at all. all. So it's going to sound like I'm upset about it, but I am. But I'm upset about modesty in the way that it was taught to us through the purity culture lens. So as you listen to this episode, keep that in mind. Like I'm I'm not happy with the way modesty has been taught through purity culture lens. Because like I do think like, you know, modesty is good. Like I don't necessarily think we should all walk around naked. Like I think we should like just cover our bodies but I also think like modesty talking about clothing and clothing's a way to express yourself so I think it's really fun to express yourself and that's really cool so like cool with all that but I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on that because I don't like want to get into it I want to get into the way that modesty has been taught that's unhealthy so we can get it out of our heads like get it out get it out get out I'm like making hand motions and realize you guys can't see me but wanting to get all of those bad thoughts about modesty out of our heads. So I think the biggest problem with modesty is that is is almost always one-sided. And you know it's one-sided because it's always, always, always directed at women. Think about it. Think about if you were in a youth group and you went to youth camp, and not every church did this, but I do know a lot of churches have, where like, Girls, you have to wear a one-piece swimsuit and a t-shirt and shorts and a parka and a beanie and a scarf and your socks and your shoes, and then you can get in the pool, okay? And then it's like, men, you can just wear your swim trunks. They can be as short as you want. Go along. Go jump in. Go jump off the diving board. We don't care. It's just like the complete opposite standards, Complete opposite standards. Think about like shoulders showing for girls and how terrible that is if the girl's shoulders are showing. And then 
but boys can have their shoulders showing at any time. It's really weird. Also, I didn't know that my shoulders were sexual. I didn't know they were something that turned people on. So I don't really know where that came from. Uh, Think about dress code at your school. How girls would have like, okay, maybe there's like a shorts rule or something. And they would have it like a centimeter above what it's supposed to be. And then they would sit home for the entire day. Like you cannot learn at school anymore because of this, which is very insane to me. But then boys could wear their cute little chubby shorts and not get sent home. Like they could wear the shorter shorts in the world and it wouldn't be a problem. I don't honestly know if chubbies is a thing in Colorado. I've not really seen people wear them very much, but in the South, boys would wear these shorts called chubbies. And when I was like in the South and liked Southern style, like it's definitely not my style anymore. I like liked that. I thought it was cool and I didn't hate it, but like they never got in trouble for wearing short shorts. They could wear literally whatever they would want to and not get sent home. And now, okay, we're all adults now. We're in the working world. We're in corporate world or just in the working biz. And we get our dress codes and our handbooks. And it's like two tables, like men and women. Men, it's like one line. Women, it's like it's like four pages long. You're like, oh, oh, I'm just, I'm flipping for days. There are so many things that I can and can't do. What I'm just going to never come to work because apparently I have nothing I can wear or I'll just wear a parka all day and I guess that's going to be good enough. Going to be sweating when it's 85 degrees in the summer, but it's cool. I will wear a parka if that does not cause a boy to stumble. So that's basically how it is. I know I like dramatize a lot of that, but it's also very much true. Like it is very, very, very one-sided. And it really comes from how the church would teach purity culture and they would, or when they were like teaching, sorry, that didn't make sense. It taught, it started in like when churches would talk about purity and what that means and they would separate, you know, boys and girls and then have like hour long conversations with girls about how we cannot cause a boy to stumble. But then boys were never had that same conversation. It was never a question if a girl is going to stumble or not. Because there is um, some scriptures in the Bible that talk about like not causing your fellow believer to stumble and to give in to sin. And so that's where it would come from. But it was never put on the men. It was always put on the women. And I think like the way that it is communicated is another example of like, oh, of course women don't have sexual desire. So men don't even worry. You wear whatever you want because no woman is going to want to have sex. That's what that says. Like, it's very clear that is what that says, which is so not true. Like women want to have sex. And I know that when guys dress a certain way, it definitely turned me on. But we, we weren't talking about that because women can't have sexual desire. So why would we ever expect boys to fix how they dress? We wouldn't. And that's where it comes from is like they don't expect women to have any kind of desire. So boys can do whatever they want. And that's just so one-sided and so twisted. That's like not how it's supposed to be. Like if we're going to hold people to a standard, it needs to be equal. And it's just not. Like modesty is so heavily pushed on women to like be the responsible one, responsible people. And men just get to do what they want. That's exactly what it is. Like it's so drained in our heads that we can't do this or can't look this way because it's going to cause this boy to stumble and it's going to be his fault and he or it's not going to be his fault it's going to be your fault and it's like it makes us completely responsible for what men do 
think about it. What is the very first question that is asked when a rape victim comes up? What was she wearing? When a rape victim comes forward, she's immediately asked, what is she wearing? Not anything else, or, well, what, what is she wearing and is she drunk? Those are usually the two questions. It never is pointed at the male or he should not have done that, which I also, I know that men very much are abused as well, but in this situation, I'm talking about women. But it's like, that's their immediate question is, what was she wearing? And I'm here to say, like, people are going to want to have sex with each other regardless of what we wear. So it's like so back, like, or so messed up that we would think, that because a woman was dressed this way, she was, quote, asking for it. She decided to have the man come on to her when she didn't want it. Like, it's her fault that this guy did this. So I think back to high school, and I worked at this daycare. And it was a church daycare. It wasn't the main church I worked at in college. It was a different church. And I was, like, 16 years old, and I only worked there two nights a week, and I was taking care of kids. And somehow it came up, like, talking about bathing suits. I don't really remember what my boss and I and my coworker we were talking about, but we are talking about bathing suits. And I think, and she asked me, would you wear a two-piece? And I was like, well, if we're doing things with kids, like, no, like, I'll, if we're, like, going to the pool or something, I'll definitely, like, wear probably just, like, a, t- a dark t-shirt and dark shorts because I'm going to be, like, helping the kids in the pool or something like that. And she, like, pulled me out of the room and just left one person to watch all the kids, which is not okay, and sat me down and had the longest conversation with me about how because I am wearing two-piece bathing suits, or I would even consider to wear a two-piece bathing suit, that if a boy sees me and gets turned on and goes home and watches porn, it's my fault. She told me it was my fault for dress, because I wore a two-piece bathing suit, that he went home and watched porn. It was never him being held accountable. It was because of what I did. Just existing. All I did was exist, and it's my fault. And I just remember being so, like, thrown off by that because also she was not my, like, I I did not attend that church. She was not my leader. She was literally my boss. So that was, like, a major problem in itself. She She should not have been able to talk to me like that. But it also just, like, very much furthered the, like, it's all, it's women. We should have to be the one to keep guys in line because they're so crazy and they can't keep it in their pants. And it's always the woman's fault. And it's never holding men accountable ever. And I just, it threw me off so bad and it still does. I'm like, I cannot believe that was a real conversation. And she, and she didn't work there very long after that. And I was kind of grateful because I felt so uncomfortable all the time. Like I better make sure I'm not doing anything to make anyone stumble. And it's like, do boys get up and think about that? No, like at all. They, they don't wake up every day and put on an outfit and wonder, Man, if I'm wearing, like, a cute high-waisted jeans and a crop top that's, like, covers my stomach but, like, shows the, like, my figure that I'm going to be, like, asking guys to check me out and I'm going to be causing them to, like, want to cheat on their wives or do this or do that when it's, like, I just feel really good in this outfit. Like, that's really what it comes down to is, like, I just feel really good in this outfit but I'm having to question all this because of how much modesty through purity culture has like really been enforced in our heads and it's just not like if you're gonna talk to women like that you have to talk to men like that and there's just such a double standard with it and 
it's crazy to me because it's like, like I said earlier, it really reinforces the idea that women can't have any kind of sexual desire because if the church and if purity culture and society recognized women's sexual desire, then when we talked about modesty, we would have the same exact conversation with both sides of the party. We'd have the same conversation with the boys as we would have with the girls. We just tell everybody like in a group setting, this is why we think modesty is important. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's not, it's never about respecting yourself. It's never about like wanting to um, feel the best you can in your clothes or anything like that. It's always like you have to protect this person because boys are crazy and so sexual and it's always the woman's fault. And this like idea of modesty, like this one that I'm talking about that is very much pushed from purity culture, it encourages women to be ashamed of their bodies and it automatically sexualizes their bodies. And like telling a a girl that she has to cover up all the time, like I mean, before the fall when Adam and Eve were just walking around, they were naked. They were naked. And then they did like had committed the first act of sin. They disobeyed God. And then they were immediately went and covered up because they were ashamed of what they did. And so telling girls all the time to make sure you're completely covered head to toe, nothing showing is making us like feel like we have to be ashamed of our bodies, ashamed of our shoulders, literally ashamed of our shoulders. And I'm, I want to, like, say this again. I'm not encouraging us to, like, walk around naked and, like, throw modesty out the window. Like, no, I don't think we should. I think modesty is important in the right context. But this is not the right context, what I'm talking about. And it just automatically, like, tells a girl, like, your body is so sexual that boys just can't stand it. And I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but it's it's true. It's, like, sexualizing our bodies and saying that we... Because we just simply exist, your body's immediately sexualized and you have to cover it up. You need to feel ashamed. And if if you find out that a guy did this, you better, you're going to walk around feeling guilty and ashamed of it forever because it was your fault. And that's just where like, there there's never responsibility and accountability on men for treating women a certain way or any, or like respecting a woman, like it's never that responsibility. And if we change the conversation and start having it, um, holding both parties accountable, then we should also hold women accountable if they do something towards a man. So it's like, we've got to start holding people accountable for what they do instead of blaming the other person, like instead of just saying victim blaming. Instead of victim blaming, because that's not it. Or just blaming a person for existing. Like, my body exists. That is what it is. And it is not my fault if a boy, like, looked at me and had impure thoughts and then, like, went home and, like, watched porn or whatever. Like, and it, it, like no, that's his fault for not being able to take that thought captive and say, like, nope, that's not of you, Lord. That's not good. She does not, that woman does not deserve for me to have those thoughts, like, about her. So, like, okay, Lord, I'm taking that out. Nope, nope. She is a great woman who is just walking the earth, and I'm not going to think those things about her, and done. Like, that's the kind of conversations that should happen. It should not be the the woman's fault. It just shouldn't be. It's not. And so I really think we should start focusing the conversation of modesty to like 
talk about loving yourself and loving your body and wanting to like respect yourself and being like, you know, proud of, proud of your body and proud of the clothes that you wear. Because I do think, um, a huge part of self-expression are the clothes that we wear. And I think that's so cool that we get to do that. And so we should really capitalize on that rather than focusing on the other stuff. And, um, I'm talking so fast. I'm very sorry, guys. This, I feel like I was like fired up about this, ready to go. And then I just spoke so fast and did not slow down. And I apologize for that. I was very um, quick, 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 because I'm frustrated that dress codes are so one-sided. <laughs> um, anyways, so churches, parents, myself, all of us, like we've got to get better. Like we got to get better how we talk about things and hold people to the same standard and start changing dress codes to just say dress code. It doesn't have to say men or women or man or woman. It just needs to say, here's a dress code for everyone involved. And maybe you work at a job where there's like specifics. Well, that's, that's a little bit different, but it still needs to be like the same standard for everyone. It doesn't need to be that the woman has to wear this and this and this and this and can't do this and this and this and this and the guy can just get away with wearing whatever you want. Because it just shouldn't be that way. Like <laughs> if we are, if women are expected to cover up our shoulders, then men should be expected to cover up their shoulders. Like it just blows my mind. Like it's okay that boys can like have their shirts off all day long, no questions asked, but we have to cover up heavily. This one today is a little bit shorter, but I just felt I needed to get it off my chest, and I think we should all do better, and I want us to start holding everyone to the same standard and stop expecting women to not have sexual desire, because we do. And, like, that's okay. Like, normalize women's sexual desire. That's a very long hashtag, but I feel like we should start it. Maybe it already exists out there. But, like, we just got to do that. Like, got to normalize women's sexual desire. And hold women accountable as well. Like, but we've, but it's not, it's not our fault. It's just not our fault for simply existing. So, there's my thoughts today. And this is a shorter episode. Sorry it wasn't my normal 30-minute mark or longer, but... I talked really fast, and I'll get better about that. My apologies. Um, but I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great week. Don't forget to DM me and let me know if you want me to talk about, like, pop culture, but also, like, things that I love that are, like, outside of, like, this heavy stuff. So let me know if you want to see some more of that, and we can definitely do it. But I love you, fam, and I hope that you have a great week, and we will talk soon.